Good morning. Today is Thursday, May 26, 2022. The Rambam Maimonides formulates the Yud Gimel Ikrim, 13 fundamental principles of Jewish belief. And number 10 and number 11 of those 13 are very important to us, especially this week. Number 10 is that God knows the actions and words and thoughts of every human being and does not ignore them. And number 11, God holds us accountable. God rewards us for fulfilling commandments and God holds us accountable for transgressing his commandments. Now, those two principles underlie our Torah portion this week, the Parsha B'chukosai, which has the following format. It begins, in B'chukosai Telechu. God says, if you walk in the path of my commandments and you observe my mitzvos, then, achaltem lesova, you'll have plenty to eat, You'll be secure and safe in your in your home. There will be peace. My presence, God says, will dwell among you. All the good things that we want in life will happen if we follow God's commandments. But God says, if you do not listen to me, and you do not fulfill all the mitzvot that I'm commanding you, then we're going to be in big trouble. We're going to be in big trouble. God will bring on us, God forbid, anxiety and depression and destroying our outlook and making us feel that life is hopeless and famine and exile and persecution. Now, Often, we do not see how this works, the connection between our actions and what happens to us. And this is a very difficult subject, a very important and large subject. We usually refer to this by the title Tzadik Varalo, a righteous person who nevertheless is suffering in this world. And it is a subject that we discuss We have various approaches to understanding it, but we will never fully understand this. God does not grant that we will fully understand this. And and, and a consequence of that is we should never and we may never attribute a misfortune someone is undergoing to what we perceive to be a fault or a shortcoming on their part. We may not do that, and we cannot do that, because we just don't see how this works. We don't see it. But even if we don't see it, it is true. It is a yesod, a fundamental principle of belief that God knows everything that we do, say, and think, and God in some way holds us accountable, rewards and punishes Now, if we think about that, it will probably make us very uncomfortable. Wherever I am, whatever I'm doing, whatever I'm thinking, God is watching me. There's no privacy. 
it will make us so uncomfortable that it should help to improve our behavior. I act differently when someone is watching, when someone knows. But at the same time, this should also make us very comfortable because many of us think that the worst thing in the world is to be punished by God. God forbid. And yes, that's pretty bad. But it's not the worst thing. We have a famous verse in Tehillim. The Pasuk says, Ashrei Hagever, happy is the person, Asher Tiyasrenu Ka, that God disciplines. A person should be happy that God is disciplining them. What does that mean? What it means is that the worst thing in the world is not to be disciplined by God. The worst thing in the world is to be ignored by God. Because to be ignored by God means God doesn't care about us. It means our words and our actions have no meaning, no significance. So God doesn't trouble himself to hold us accountable because it doesn't matter. That would be like living in the matrix, a life that is ultimately meaningless. God disciplines us because we matter to God, because we are important. Our actions are important, and it's important to God that we should improve our actions and learn from our mistakes. I heard this story many years ago from Rabbi Noah Weinberg. Picture this. There's a little boy playing in a park and all of a sudden his ball goes into the street and all of a sudden the little boy runs into the street. A car is coming and, and stops very suddenly just avoiding hitting this child. So there are a, a, a group, there's a number of adults standing around. They see what happened and they realize this child, Nebuch, I mean, thank God he was not hurt, but he could have been, we don't even want to think of what could have happened to that child. And that child has to learn, you can't run into the street like that. So the adults start to walk over to this child to, to express to this child that he's got to be more careful. The child sees all these adults starting to walk towards him and he walks the other direction. The adults start to run after him. The boy sees these adults running after him. And now he really wants to get away. And the boy's running away. So you have the boy running away. And all these adults are following. Okay, after a little while, the boy's young. He's strong. The boy keeps going. He's running fast. The adults, you know, they're huffing and puffing. One by one, they stop. They can't run so fast. But there's one adult that keeps running. There's one adult that doesn't stop. There's one adult that keeps up no matter how fast the boy is running, no matter how far the boy goes. There's one adult that does not give up. Who is that adult? 
that adult is the parent. Because the parent can't allow their child to have done something dangerous and not have input to correcting it. The parent cannot give up. Yes, we all care about that. We all try. But the parent is the one who will not stop until a child learns its lesson not to do that. We are beloved by God. We have a holiday called Rosh Hashanah, the Jewish New Year. It's a Yom Hadin, a day of judgment. But it's also a Yom Tov, a holiday with joyous, with joyous activity. And we dress up in nice clothes. <clears throat> we have delicious meals. It's a day of Simcha. How can a day of judgment be a day of joy also? Well, number one, because we are optimistic that if we go through the process of God's judgment with integrity and honesty and sincerity, that the outcome will be a good outcome. That's number one. But number two, even the fact that we are being held accountable by God on Rosh Hashanah itself is a reason to rejoice. God cares about what I do. Yes, okay, I may be lacking in this area. I may be okay in that area. I certainly need to improve, but God cares enough to want to make sure and to hold me accountable because God loves me, because my actions matter. And this is the precise parallel to our role as parents. That adult that kept running, that was the parent because the parent loves that child and cannot stop until the child learns its lesson not to do something dangerous. Now, my children may be upset with me for saying this, but so be it. Many parents think that the worst thing they can do to their child is to discipline them. And so, many parents don't, in order not to hurt them. Okay, I understand that, but it's a big mistake. Because the worst thing that a parent can do to a child is not to discipline them. The worst thing a parent can do to a child is to ignore them. Dr. David Pelkowitz, the psychologist, who is an expert on raising children and an expert on dealing with children at risk, especially teens at risk, Dr. David Pelkowitz says the number one risk factor for problems with teens, it's not abuse, it's not poverty, it's neglect. Because neglect means you don't matter. Discipline means I want you to be good. You were the most important thing in the world to me. And having you turn out right is my highest priority. It is the most important goal in my life. Of course, there is a very important difference between punishment, which is punitive and harmful, dwells on the past, 
and discipline, which is future-oriented, which is constructive, which raises the child's self-esteem, not lowers it. That distinction is absolutely critical. But the corollary to what Dr. David Pelkowitz is saying is that the most common complaint of teens in trouble makes it be surprising to you. They don't feel they have the undivided attention of their parents. And this is so especially true today as the boundary between work and family time has become so porous, as we spend so much time on our phones and devices, the most common complaint of teens who are going through difficulty is that they don't feel they have undivided attention of their parents. Parents in dealing with their children need to parallel what God says to us in this Parsha, our Parsha this week, Bechukosai, that what you do is so important, how you will turn out, I care so much about you that I must intervene to help you improve. Jacqueline Kennedy once said, nothing you do in life is as important as how you raise your children. It's true for us, and it's true for God as well. My friends, I want to wish you a great day, and I look forward to seeing all of you soon in person.